Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, dear listeners. This is Good News with Nurse Heather and her trusty sidekick right here, Canna Kenny. Hello, hello, Canna Kenny. You know, I am so excited about our show today because we have such an amazing guest. But before we get talking with her, you had told me just an amazing story last night that I really wanted us to share with our listeners. And it made me think about the importance of defending um, not only minorities and the marginalized people or the targeted people that are out there in the world around us today, including maybe one of us, um, but the people who actually act and think and behave or believe differently. And again, how important it is to have uh, those around them advocating and, and supporting them and defending them when it's necessary. And you told me just a great story about the San Diego loyal soccer team. And I wanted you to share a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, Nurse Heather, it's, it's, you're quite correct. It's just a thumbnail sketch. But, you know, many of our listeners have told us over the years that they have been involved and interested in sports as well as cannabis, as well as good news. And this to me stuck out as good news. And it sometimes reminds me of how far we've come yet in some other ways that we still got a ways more to go. But this wraps all that up into a sports story. And the, the San Diego team is called the Loyal, and they're a soccer team, a professional soccer team. And they're known for being a very good team and right on the edge of getting to their playoffs. And they had a game the other day that was supposed to be played in Phoenix. And if they won that game, they get to go on to the championship series. So it's a really important game. And they're also known because their center midfielder is quite an accomplished player is gay. And so in the sports community, in terms of males in particular, you rarely find that, you know, a male or gay is out of the open in that type of, of, of circumstance, but it's very well accepted by his teammates and by our San Diego community. But the bottom line was they were playing this game in Arizona and they had accumulated a three to one lead, which is pretty significant in soccer as our soccer fans know. And just before the halftime, one of the Phoenix players made a derogatory gay uh, slur toward their, their midfielder. So after the halftime was over, the San Diego team returned to the field. They all took a knee right before the kickoff, and then they got up, walked off the field, and forfeited the game to stand up for the rights of their teammate and to stand up the rights for our uh, LGBTQ community. And I just thought that presented some of the best things about where we are as a human race, although obviously the slur itself represented some of the anachronistic bad side. And I, you know, you had, we did a little research on this team and apparently they had done that once before because there was a racial comment made to one of their players. And so as we're talking about the good news and the things that we can do and we can feel empowered to help lift up and better our fellow man, woman, um, or 
any gender that you choose. Um, I thought that was just a great story. Yeah. And so why don't you introduce us to our guest today, who is my friend, and I'll let you. Well, I'm, I'm getting there, Nurse. I'm you know, a little slow. I only had seven cups of coffee this morning, and I haven't had our cannabis break yet. So I'll get there in just a minute. But I do want our listeners to know a couple things. And the first thing is that at the stroke of midnight tonight, recording this, Nurse Heather turns another year older. Yes, beautiful listeners, Feliz Cumpleaños, uh, to our Spanish listeners, uh, happy birthday will be in order for Nurse Heather. And so I got her a few things just to make sure. I got her flowers, I got her chocolates, cocoa, cannabinoids even. I got her all these great things, balloons and cake and everything else. And I got her something else. What's that, Kitty? Well, it's pink and it's bubbly. Pink and bubbly? It's pink and bubbly. <laughs> As in our special guest today, <laughs> Jana Champagne, who I'm introducing now, because what birthday would be complete without champagne? <laughs> Jana Champagne, BSN, RN, graduated with her Bachelor of Science in Nursing from OHSU, has a background of acute care, ortho, neuro, and cardiovascular cath lab recovery, critical care. After becoming disenchanted with the mainstream medical options, to treat her own chronic conditions, she began extensively researching and found natural tools to promote holistic healing and sustain optimal health. This led to Jana founding Integrated Holistic Care, a Southern Oregon nonprofit medical and health education organization dedicated uh, a whole systems approach to health. Nurse Jana's focus is holistic treatment, natural alternatives to pharmaceuticals that include cannabis therapy, and epigenetic screening or nutrigenomics, and her specialties include autism and pediatrics, autoimmune inflammatory disease, neuromental health dysfunction, and chronic pain syndromes. Nurse Jana, importantly, is an active member of Cannabis Nurses Network, founded by our very own Nurse Heather, Patients for Safe Access, and Oregon Holistic Nurses Association. Nurse Heather, a tip of the cup, tip of the glass. Cheers. To nurse. Jana Champagne. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ken. I think that is my favorite intro ever. And I don't even think you were aware of this, but uh, my middle name is Joy. And one of my nicknames is Bubbles. <laughs> so definitely fitting. <laughs> Big on um, batting a thousand. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Jana, we're so, so happy. We're so happy to have you here today and the work that you do in the autism world is such good news that I could not wait to have you on the show to talk to our listeners a little bit about your newest mission um, that, that you have happening with your nonprofit. Yes, and thank you so much for having me today. And, and I love the intro about marginalized populations and standing up for these populations. And that's definitely what is driving this new mission called Autism Safe Haven. And it is a model of autism care homes that is really promoting the best quality of life and function and optimizing potential. And one key aspect of this home model is that it will be the first ever in the nation that I'm aware of anyway, that is cannabis inclusive, which as we know has been such a huge answer for my own teenage daughter with autism and tens of thousands of families who are challenged with children that have autism in the U.S. as well. So our goal is to launch this in Oregon. Our first home is about 90% complete. 
We have fundraising in full force, and uh, we are hoping to to build it, do, research it, you know, prove its concept, and duplicate it in every legal state of the U.S. So that's our goal. It's just such a beautiful model, and I know that you've had this board for a long time. So we want to celebrate with you on your uh, progress and your successes. With, with this. Um, did you want to talk a little bit about why autism is part of your mission? Yes, of course. And um, and I'm speaking about this at the upcoming Whole Plant Expo, which I know Heather is, you're speaking at as well. And it really explains kind of the vision and the mission behind it. Uh, it's a very passion-driven project for me. My own daughter with autism suffered a puberty crisis about five or six years ago and was actually at risk of -of out-of-home placement due to the safety issues from those severe behaviors, which included self-injury, destruction of my property, my home, and she was aggressing and beating up all of her caregivers and parents. So it was a very traumatic time. And due to safety issues, she was almost mandated to be placed out of our home. And cannabis, once we brought that on board and started treating her for pain, predominantly was the issue and inflammation It actually calmed her behaviors and spared her that out-of-home placement, which, of course, would have substantially added to all of our trauma around that situation. So I'm I'm very passion-driven. After that, I went on to help uh, thousands of patients individually and helping them optimize their cannabis medical outcomes, Um, and one specialty, of course, being pediatrics and autism. And so, you know, when you see that, that... the impact in, in these families and these children and its ability to de-escalate these crisis situations, you know, it, it just, it's a no-brainer. And, and oftentimes we see these kids reduce their reliance on pharmaceuticals that have horrible and harmful side effects. And once that happens, they have improved quality of life, improved function, and we're really helping them meet their full potential as humans. And so it is such a huge answer this problem that mainstream really has largely ignored and just kind of shoved aside, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you're definitely making making moves and, and creating opportunities and beautiful spaces for people to be able to utilize all the plant medicine that, that they can, because it's, it's amazing that with autism, there's not really a set treatment for it. Right, Jana, and and so it's kind of like trying to figure out how to mitigate symptoms or optimize um, quality of life, and and it's just amazing what cannabis can do for patients who who live with autism. Absolutely, there aren't many good answers from the mainstream approach. Where you know parents are often told there's nothing to do here to help your child, and they're put on mental health pharmaceuticals that have horrible side effects like extrapyramidal symptoms. Um, and really, when you deep when you dig a little deeper into the science, it's very apparent that autism is endocannabinoid deficiency. So while cannabis is great for managing the symptoms and reducing these and de-escalating these crisis situations, it's also filling a vital nutrient deficiency that's found in autism. So it does some of the deeper work of balancing, you know, the imbalances that are causing the dysregulation we see in autism. So it's really just a beautiful answer to this situation that is is all around just really difficult for most. That's amazing. Dear listeners, we're going to take a short break so you can catch our wonderful sponsors in the meantime. 
We're with Jenna Bubble Champagne, a most extraordinary <laughs> cannabis nurse with Good News with Nurse Heather. We'll see you on the other side. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Nurse Heather and our special guest, uh, Jana Bubbles Champagne. And keep it going, Nurse Heather. We're on a roll. I was we So before the break, we were talking to Jana about autism and how the use of cannabinoid therapeutics she was mentioning can be used to balance the human body system to provide um, benefits for endocannabinoid deficiency and really support holistic, systematic body health, specifically for patients who um, are diagnosed with autism. And I I thought maybe it might be a good idea, Janet, to talk about, um, I know you had said earlier that your daughter had used that you were pretty much just treating the inflammation and the pain. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about how inflammation and pain is involved with autism when typically some people may think that's just a a behavior um, disorder or a, you know, something different? Yes. And, And so having worked with thousands of children with autism, specifically with cannabis, 
Um, and, and also, you know, my experience with my own daughter and, and that crisis situation she suffered. My paradigm is that behavior is communication. And most of these kiddos that have these really severe onset behaviors, because, you know, autism is a spectrum. We have everything from the very high functioning children to those that don't function as well. And oftentimes the severe behaviors come along with difficulty or inability to verbally communicate. And so that behavior is their communication. And so when I hear self-injury in a child with autism, especially if they have difficulty communicating, my first instinct is to, is to treat that child for pain. So when you look at the, the mainstream paradigm where they're throwing mental health medications at these kids, that's not really the problem. The problem is that they're in pain. And because they don't realize that autism has underlying influences that really contribute to high inflammation and a lot of pain issues, it's really not treated compassionately that way by mainstream medicine. And so that's, that's sort of how we approach it with Autism Safe Haven. And that's part of what makes our model so different from others. That's beautiful. And talk to us a little bit about, we, we know that you are um, a leading expert in the understanding of epigenetics screening and the use of cannabinoids to tailor um, cannabinoid therapeutics based on genetic profiles. Correct. Correct. And epigenetics is another area I stumbled into seeking answers for my own daughter. And, uh, and I've been doing that for about 12 years now. And so there are mu genetic mutations that predispose autism. There are genetic mutations that, that actually determine how we might respond to specific compounds in cannabis. And so it was sort of a natural crossover. I know people will say, you specialize in genetics and cannabis. Like, how is that? And the best answer is that I have a very hungry brain. I love to learn. I love to be on the cutting edge of new research and new medical technology. And they really do cross over. There really is an area where, where you can specialize in both and have it benefit patients. And so that's, I landed there very organically just through, through our, our own experience and trying to help heal my daughter and her situation. And, uh, and it's become a very useful tool that I've used with my patients to help guide them through, through you know, if they don't respond as we might expect to a cannabis product, then we can kind of dig into the genetics and say, oh, this might be why, let's try something else. So it really does help to guide and help those patients optimize their medical outcomes with cannabis. Yeah, it's just fascinating, fascinating stuff. So Jana, tell us about your role. You've been involved as a, a, a leader and one of the founders in the Cannabis Nurse Network, which is CannabisNurseNetwork.com. I give that plug because our listeners can go there and find out more information about it and also see the information about you on it. But tell us about your experience and your motivations involved in participating in Cannabis Nurse Network, the virtual conference, and how other listeners who may be healthcare providers can get involved. Absolutely. And so Nurse Heather and I, of course, have been friends for many years, and she has been such a wonderful mentor to me specifically. I, I would not be here without you, Nurse Heather, and, and I've expressed that publicly many times. Um, it's, it's, it really, you know, this industry for a medical professional can seem very daunting. There's a lot of gray area to navigate. There's a lot of fear to navigate. There's a lot of stigma that still lives thanks to you know, us not teaching the endocannabinoid science in medical or nursing schools yet. 
Um, that is starting to change, thank goodness. But you know, Cannabis Nurses Network saw that need. They saw the need to to educate and recognize and and advocate for medical professionals. And so I was on board with them from day one with you guys. And, uh, and I served as education project manager for Cannabis Nurses Network as well, and also produced a bunch of education modules specifically for nurses. As a nurse that was serving patients in the cannabis community, I saw just the desperate need for more nurses doing this work. And so that was really a driving force behind the continuing ed um, modules and the practical application series that are available only through Cannabis Nurses Network at this point. And that has actually launched me into accepting a faculty position for John Patrick University. And my first course launches on January 11th of next year. It's called CBD and Cannabis Formulations. And so now I'm working on a semester long course to help teach future medical professionals and practitioners about cannabis therapy. And in January, it's actually an inclusion in their nutrition degree program, which is so exciting to me. And it makes so much sense because cannabis are, it entails and, and offers vital nutrients. And so it's really helped cannabis nurses network has helped to launch my career. It's helped me get to where I am. It's given me the confidence and that safety net of having nurse Heather as a mentor and having been in this business for so long, she kind of knew the ins and outs and acted as a guide for me. And so it, it has been just immense in helping me to accomplish what I have. And, and I encourage all nurses and all medical professionals to look at their offerings. And uh, if you're interested in working in the cannabis industry. Oh, and I just love you so much, Jana. It's, it hasn't it been fun to watch the Cannabis Nurses Network grow and to see all of the nurses. I mean, it's been such a joy for me to watch you as you've, um, you know, been taking off in your professional career and really owning it and, and being supported and empowered. But it sure has been fun watching so many nurses um, go forth in their in their career and their life and do what it is that they were meant to do in this cannabis nursing space simply because they had some empowerment and and lots of love. So we have we still have lots of love to give over here at Cannabis Nurses Network. So we do encourage all nurses to come join us. Let us love on you and and help move you to the next level of your career as a cannabis nurse. Well, you know, it's woman power and it's because the cannabis plant herself <clears throat> the value in it as the feminine side. And although nursing obviously concludes both our men and women, it is predominantly female run, which is a good thing. <clears throat> but I'm happening to look at a poster, Nurse Heather, of the 2019 conference. And you remember our keynote speaker welcomed us to the San Diego conference. I don't know if Jana remembers. That was Barbara Bree. She was the city council president for San Diego. And our guests and listeners might know that Barbara is now running for mayor, and it's a very close contest, but she likely <clears throat> could be the next mayor of San Diego. And in 2008, when I first met Barbara, I helped her start a, a program called Run Women Run that supported women to become political candidates and become more involved. And now 12 years later, she's on the verge, we hope, of becoming our next mayor, very pro-cannabis, and she was our lead off welcoming speaker at the 
2019 uh, Cannabisers Network Conference. Yeah, she was sure amazing. She said, we welcome you as cannabis nurses. We welcome you to the city of San Diego, and we encourage you to come back year after year. And we will be back for our next live Cannabis Nurses Network Conference in 2021. Um, it will be held September 2nd and 3rd. And all of that isn't, you know, as long as we're able to open up completely by next year and actually have live events. So um, good stuff. We're, we're educating constantly and, and we've got the support of wonderful women and wonderful politicians who are helping to support our movement as cannabis nurses. Beautiful listeners, I think it's time for a short break uh, to take a word from our valued sponsors. We'll be back in just a minute. And we look forward to seeing you on the other side with Good News with Nurse Heather. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, dear listeners, with good news with Nurse Heather, with a very good news guest, Jana Bubbles Champagne. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to brag on Jana just a little bit. Um, you know, she's she's done such amazing things, and she's even been rubbing elbows with some pretty interesting people. And I know that you did a, I believe it's called Blunt Talks, isn't it, with Montel Williams on his podcast, Jana? I did. I did that back in May, actually. That was very interesting. So it was, it was 
it was quite, quite intimidating at first. And, um, but he's just the nicest guy and boy, talk about a trailblazer in this industry. He's been advocating for medical cannabis since the nineties, I believe. And, uh, his medical outcomes, you know, really show that he's been serious about it. His MS has remained in remission and he's doing amazing. So I just, you know, it was such an honor to, to have, to be chosen to interview on his show. It was wonderful. And what is his, um, what is his take on cannabis nurses? Did he, did he give you any indications on what he thought about what we're doing as cannabis nurses? You know, he's definitely for medical professionals understanding the endocannabinoid science. He realizes the need for that and the benefit to patients when they're well educated. So he is supportive of nurses and other medical professionals in the cannabis industry. And our listeners may or may not know, but um, I believe that it was Montel Williams uh, being diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis, that actually kind of put him in a position to start understanding and diving deep into the cannabinoid therapeutics. Is that is that right? Yes, that's correct. In fact, he's been a cannabis patient for like almost 30 years, I believe he said it was early nineties when he began using cannabis to manage his MS. Um, and he saw the benefit of cannabis compared to the pharmaceuticals they had tried for his condition. And of course, you know, he was a prominent TV host at that point and had every resource under the book and he chose cannabis to treat his MS. So obviously he, you know, he did something right. And he's doing very well with his condition considering he's so far MS. He's, as far as chronologically, how many years he's been suffering MS, he's doing amazing. So. And that's really the the benefit of this plant, don't you think? That it's like to be able to live life, you in a headspace, also to be able to live life, you in a headspace, all better, be able to live life um, feeling better. Absolutely. And, you know, I know we're here talking about Autism Safe Haven, which, by the way, just to get the website in there, it's autismsafehaven.org for anyone who's interested in more information about cannabis. You know, I've been very public and and talked quite a bit about how cannabis has benefited my own health. And Montel and I had in common that we were both diagnosed with autoimmune diseases. I was diagnosed with autoimmune lupus in 2012. And that was part of my journey to finding cannabis initially before ever trying it on my daughter. And uh, the results for me was, you know, that it helped me wean off my pharmaceuticals. It kept me from going down that opioid death path. And it also reversed my autoimmune disease. And to this day, I am still negative for lupus. And I credit cannabis in large, large part for that. Um, THC, if you look at the research, actually reduces T cell activity, which is what prompts that overreaction in the immune system that causes autoimmune. And so it's been so high impact and, and it, you know, for anybody listening that has autoimmune disease, I highly encourage you to consider cannabis as an alternative to the mainstream treatments because the mainstream treatments, you never hear reversal of autoimmune, autoimmune disease ever with mainstream. So it's really unheard of. And how, how do you use your cannabis, Jana? Well, I use many different forms of cannabis currently um, every single day. I'm using cannabis and Montel Williams said the same thing. I take some form of cannabis every day. And so I think just being consistent with it is the most important, but also ensuring that you're using medical quality products. And so my daughter and I both utilize tinctures twice a day that we drop into a capsule and swallow. Um, You know, for pain management, we use topicals, we use inhalants for, you know, faster, 
quick acting relief for breakthrough symptoms. Um, I, you know, and I grew for many years, so I have I had access to to unlimited different types of products, and that's sort of where we landed. Um, I'm also founder of Cannabis Nurse Approved, which is an open source education for patients to help them determine uh, whether or not a cannabis product is medical quality and optimal for those deeper medical goals that some patients have. So. And, and where can people find um, your recommendations through the Cannabis Nurse Approved? Um, so CannabisNurseApproved.com and under the Learn tab, uh, there is a list of approved suppliers. And so there, there are several of them. And uh, I recently launched my own line of products, unityformulas.com, that are symptom targeted as well. And 100% of my profit from that product line benefits autism safe haven. So to this day, I still don't benefit from any product sales commissions. <laughs> it's all a passion project. <laughs> wow, where does the time fly? We have had such a wonderful session with the amazing... Uh, Nurse Heather and the amazing Jenna Bubble Champagne. It's been an excellent conversation. You remember tonight at midnight, the stroke of midnight is Nurse Heather's birthday. So we're all going to go either in your backyard or in your bathroom, shut the door tight, clear your throat chakra with a loud happy birthday, Nurse Heather. And for me, Canna Candy, it's been great. My beautiful listeners doing this program with you today. Please sure to be sure to check out our shows on cannabisradio.com, Apple, Facebook, Stitcher, iHeart.com, lots of different places. We'll see you next time. Good news with Nurse Heather over and out. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.